paraphyletic members of the order Lepidoptera reminisce fondly on your pupa days, pollinate some fragrant moonflowers, and mayday, mayday, I'm going down in flames! Too young, too young. Too young to talk tall to you. <laughs> Welcome back. I am Omen Said. I am Nick McGill. Together we are Feckless Momes. And we are going to talk tell to me in the same room. What? Surprise! Omen for is back up Sate. Hey! Just for a second, for reasons having to do with a cat, and uh, that's all I'll say about that. Go see a gentleman about a horse and uh, <laughs> a lady about a cat, actually. Yeah. But here we are in the uh, the Alpha Studio of Feckless Moe. That's right. Getting ready to talk tall to you about another song off of the album Heavy Horses. But before that, Nick. Before that. Shall we play a little round of What Are You Drinking? Pass the cup of crimson wonder. We are drinking the same thing today. In Out of the same glass, a, two straws. Two, two silly straws twirled around each other. And uh, there's one long strand of spaghetti on our plate that we will slowly eat toward one another. In anticipation of your and your wife's arrival, yeah. I brewed up some decaf iced coffee, which is just eight cups of water and 12 cups of coffee to give it that. Oh, this is de this is decaffeinated, but it's decaffeinated. Yeah. I am. I've been asleep for the last five minutes and didn't know it. <laughs> and it is counterculture coffee's slow motion decaf with my very own home ground almond milk. That's the word I was looking for. You wait. You made the almond. Milk? I made the almond milk. Yeah. You milked the little almonds. I did. It was okay. exhausting. Yeah, I got up before. I have four this morning. Incredible. Herded them in from their, their <laughs> summer meadows. They go far out to pasture in, in the warm months, so I, I had to get them in here. They sure do. So, Nick, with uh, with that little tidbit out of the way, do we have any other business to attend to before we jump into today's song? We do not. Uh, we are we're pretty well caught up. We're good. We're caught up on correspondence and quotes and info, so we can jump right in. Number four off of side A. It is. Moths. Moths. Let's fly right in, I guess. Let's fly into it. Let's blunder straight toward this song. Yeah. With with Which, no concern for our safety. Yeah. Ultimately it may lead to our destruction. I but mean that's we've been we've been slowly getting there this whole time, so let's have a listen. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Nick. Omen. Moths. I, I got mesmerized by the flame. Moths, moths, moths. <laughs> Do you have any insect fears that I'm not aware of? It's not a fear, but there's like a li lizard brain reaction for me when I see like masses of ants. Okay, like sure. Like roiling ants like it. Yeah. <sighs> I know some people are actively afraid of moths. I've heard that too, yeah. For any of our listeners who may be suffering from such an affliction. Leptophobia? 
Oh, probably. Probably, yeah. I would say skip. Just skip this one because we're going to be talking about moths. Yeah, or maybe like exposure therapy. Maybe expose yourself. Expose to some yourself moths. to some moths. And then go to therapy. And then go to therapy, and then we get like half of what you pay your therapist. Yeah, because of, I mean we're doing your service. That make all of that makes sense, right? Nick Omen. This is a song that is three and a half minutes long. Correct, factual. And it is also a song that you are obsessed with. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say obsessed. No, methinks the lady doth protest <laughs> too much. <laughs> You've, you're very fond of this no, song. I love this song, though. It's just so gorgeous. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Do you want to tell me how you feel about it? Well... Before we dive into the musical aspect of it? It's probably... Has a lot to do with the strings. Yeah, definitely. You know, I yeah. mean, we, we know my affinity for D's strings. Yeah. So I, I love the strings in this. And it's just so pleasant and lilting. It's just such a nice kind of flowy song compared to... What did we do before this? The long one. No Compar lullaby. Yeah, compared to no lullaby and journeyman, you know. We haven't done journeyman. But that's next. Oh, that's yeah. Right, right, it's right. sandwiched in between. It's, it's, a, it's such a nice respite. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the context of the album, it's a bit of a repose, especially for where we're going to with the second part of the album, sure. where it gets quite, not heavy, but a bit darker. This yeah. is a moment of lightness in the album. Yeah, it's so, it's just, it's just beautiful. I love, I love the way he sings in this, even though it's that rough, like really gruff sound. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I think it's, it juxtaposes so well with how gorgeous the music is that, that it's kind of the harsh reality of life interposed with the, the beauty of life. That's interesting. I think that that, I think you have just articulated a, an important theme of the song and indeed the album that sure, is right. worth remembering as we talk about the lyrics and the music and move on into Stormwatch and we move on into Stormwatch yeah if we are to take these three of the of the folk trio together as that progression or regression or degression I guess none of those are things if we are to take see that kind of downward spiral of, sure. of the environment being abused and mm. maybe possibly fighting back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the music in this song. Yes. There's something so fascinating about this that I, I really love. Okay, so the song is, it's simpler in a lot of ways than a lot of the other tracks off of this album and a lot of Tall in general. This is in 4-4, four, four. maybe it's 2-4 two, or 2-2. Two, two. It's in some kind of a very even time signature. Okay. And we have that given to us right in the top. And saying that, there may be a couple of anomalous measures of, different, of you know, a short measure or a long measure here or there as we have the, tra the transitions. Yeah. But it's, it's late 70s tall. It will have yeah. anomalous things. But for the most part, it's, it's got a really steady, even beat. Uh -huh. And we have a little drum beat right at the top, which is literally just four on the floor. This quiet little dum, just the dum, little dum, it's dum. it's the it's got to be the bass pedal right it's I'm not sure yeah it, it could it could be that it almost sounds like a metronome honestly it sounds my first like thought a was metronome. was whoops someone forgot <laughs> to turn off the click track <laughs> I know <laughs> but no it's it's kind of nice because it's like it reminds one of of a heartbeat 
Although, if your heartbeat sounds like that, go see your physician wow. immediately. Switch from decaf to, to a little <laughs> caffeinated, I think. But it has that sense. It, it gives you this really subtle, steady pulse. Mm -hmm. We've been talking on this whole album about how different it is from too old to rock and roll sure. in the yeah. sense that a lot of the songs on, on this album just come out of the gate steaming, chomping at the bit, mm -hmm. all instruments blazing. Yeah. This is going back to that or revisiting yeah. that build. That's a good point. I didn't catch that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't recognize that probably because we're so, so used to hearing that, that slow work in that, that it wasn't so shocking to me. It kind of felt like going back to what we were used to. Well, but, but yeah, I mean, it's it is a bit shocking in here, and it's so well done. You know, so we have we have out of the gate we have that dum 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 yep. dum, and then we have Ian's acoustic guitar, which oh. he's just uh, Th that helps with the beauty of this song. Is it's not just the strings; it's really the acoustic is just gorgeous in this. If playing the guitar was a crime, he would be going away for a long time because of this track. Yeah. Long time. Long time. Multiple life sentences. Yeah, he's he is actually on the run right now. <laughs> he is. The renegade. And then we have Ian's doubled voice. Yes, with, I didn't notice that. I forgot with, about that, yeah. As you pointed out, at least one of the tracks is like very, very raspy. Yeah. It's almost as almost channeling late later Tom Waits. Yes. Yeah, the gar the gargling hot asphalt Tom Waits. <laughs> the lighted window yeah. open. No, I said to you while we were listening to it, a callback to last week's, how Ian was saying that he had a, a bad head cold for yeah. the recording of Heavy Horses. I, I said, like, I would be very surprised if he didn't have some level of that head cold when he was recording this. Yeah, maybe seasonal allergies. Yeah, if he was building up into that head cold or just recovering from it. Yeah. It's, it's a very, very gruff. It's beyond that. Jack in the green voice that, that I, I... It is. It sounds yeah. a bit more medically concerning in a way. <laughs> right, yeah. So then right after the the repeat of Suicidal came, we have the full drum kit come in. Yeah. And then we that keeps that keeps going with us for the rest of the song. Oh, Suicidal came and the new breeze chatted. The flute comes in at some point around there. I think so, yeah. Then the long night awakened. And the flute... Again, this is such a simple, elegant song. The flute, instead of doing all kinds of exciting things, really just repeats the counterpoint of the melody. Right. Ba -da 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 -ba -ba -da. Yeah, and it's not. It's it's another instance of it's not picking up the main theme and rolling with it. It's it's more accentuating accents. it. Yeah. As does Martin's guitar. Yeah. Which those those electric wheedles in there. Which the build on this song is so subtle that it's not until literally this moment that I'm going back and thinking through it where I'm like, oh yeah, Martin actually does mm -hmm. play on this song. Yeah, right, right. There's And there's strings in there. I don't, I can't tell if it's strings or synth when it's that in between after every line, it's like, bum, bum, bum. I can't tell if it's strings or synth or both or they go back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. At that point, not sure. We yeah. do have, we do have the piano. We do have, we do mm -hmm. have John Evan coming in mm -hmm. on the piano there. Yep. Doing a, a peculiar rhythm, almost like a, almost like a bit of a rumba or something. Oh, he's funny. Circling out tomorrow's. He's a funny one. He is. The flavors and the textures that he adds are 
never really one that you would anticipate, but they're always like, oh yeah, that does work. Yeah, it's like walking. Oh, I like that. It's like walking through the English countryside, and suddenly there's a suddenly there's a papaya. What? It's it's tasty. I mean, it's it's good. Don't know why it's here. Shouldn't probably shouldn't be here, but not who, gonna, am, who am I to question? Not gonna question. <laughs> so we have him, and then D strings. Yep. And I honestly couldn't tell you where they come in because no, I'd have to really like put on headphones and think and listen. Yeah. Please don't do any of those things. <laughs> I, I try not to. Not on this podcast. Not on this. <laughs> but I didn't notice them until I was like, what is this incredible feeling? I didn't realize that the strings had come in until I was already, until it was too late, until I was oh, yeah. caught in their riptide. And yeah. I was just like. We were we were several verses in by the time I realized, oh, wait, there's there's strings in here. And they really, I think they really come out near the end of the new verses. So before that that breakdown that they do that leads into the key change, but it's it's probably like I where I really noticed it was probably like we just have another listen chasing shadows yeah. Chasing shadows slipping in the magic lantern slide. We do have strings coming in. Yeah, gotta be like right around there. In the chasing shadows slipping line, but we don't have the full. We don't have the full strings coming in until yeah. By the end of the dipping and weaving verse, after the line "Oh, on a springtime, on a springtide high," the strings are really of fully. They're picking up and sweeping like we are accustomed to hearing from yeah. from D at that point. Yeah. But they are they are in the back through a lot of those sweeps, and I think they're covered up. Mainly by the flute when we hear those kind of interspersals in between the lines after yeah. each line, you know. Yeah. Another fun thing that John Evan does is this funny little piano roll. He, he oh. plays a chord and he sort of, he sort of uh, I don't know how to describe it, but, you know, when you have your hands on the keys and you shift your hand back and mm. forth, so you mm. kind of go... Yeah. It's, like, it's like a piano tremolo. Yeah. Funny. It's just such a delightful little playful note, mm -hmm. which helps the song from getting too bogged down in seriousness, seriousness yeah, which yeah, it could yeah. without, I think so, without yeah. better care. Because in terms of singing, it's really kind of just the same. He sings the same couple of notes through the whole thing. Yeah, with the exception of Life's Too Long. Life's Too yeah, Long! Bridge, I guess that would be? I think it's a bridge, yeah. yeah. Oh, but then it and then it goes into the goes back into the first verse after yep. into the key change. Life's too long for the left window open. And also, like that is, I think that's testament as everything else that he does. That's testament to John's ability. That like, if we if we just. If we just ask John to play this simple tune, he's going to be so bored. It's like a kid acting out in class that, like, he knows the stuff. He can multiply in his head at this right. point. So that's why he's acting out. He's I bored. Won so. I wonder if he is, <laughs> at this period, actually incapable of just playing something simple and straight. Yeah. That is that, that maybe they, maybe Ian has developed 
the working relationship of him of being like, okay, just play this, knowing that he'll yeah he'll jazz it up yeah, and put yeah, some yeah. more fun into it. I like that. Yeah, it's it's almost a reverse psychology. He knows he knows the level of what he can ask for to right. get the level of output that he really wants. Which that's what a great leader does. Sure. Is really knows the person that they are the leader of. Yeah. Really knows the team and knows how to get the performance out of them that is desirable to the mission. The the needs, right. Yeah. I mean, and I think that speaks a lot to what I brought up last week, I think, was this is the era of Jethro Tull the band is a cohesive, yes. really solid whole as yes. opposed to those later years where it's Ian Anderson and the Jethro Tull band where, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but it, it just doesn't feel like there's that much contribution from the band here. Because, here. Not, not here, I mean, oh. it, present day. Mostly because, I mean, how many, how how prolific are they? How many new albums are they doing? Are they doing? They're really just right. going out on tour playing the classics. And as we know, this album was still, you know, we said a couple episodes ago, you read the, the, the Ian quote regarding how much input he really did ask for from the musicians yeah, from yeah. from the rest of the band in this album and you can tell i mean it's just it's just gorgeous so solid I, i've said it before i'll say it again they're at their top here and to have been able to see a show on this tour mm. or Stormwatch, or mm. or preferably Stormwatch, so you can get the pieces from all three of those like i'd say preferably this so you could see john glasscock ah you yeah. can see John's glass cock. Yeah. Old brittle dick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I would sacrifice seeing the Stormwatch tour to I would sacrifice seeing the trilogy to to be able to see John Glasscock at work. Yeah. Yeah. Just to wrap up the musical aspect of this, mm -hmm. the 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 wrap up at the end, the little miniature breakdown and In, then the very the key change. Uh, after the key change. Oh, this is post key change. Yeah, okay. the very the very end of the song, the very abrupt ending. Oh, yeah. it's reminiscent yeah. of Jack in the Green. Actually, the missile thrush is coming. Jack, turn up the light. And mouse police didn't that that ended. Well, that had the that had the cough. That had the long. Oh yes, you're the, right. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for for opposite reasons, I don't think the missile thrush ate Jack here. I think the. The moth did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, that's it. for so. So now that we're moving into the sort of the, the the theme and the lyrics, is that for you the musical scoring of the moth bursting into flame as it hits the candle? I think. Yeah, I think it's the culmination of this of this story of this unending quest for a moth to to be drawn to light. So. All right, let's talk a little bit about moths. Sure. What's the deal with them flying into candles and light bulbs? That's a good question. I, th <laughs> I think I know. I think I've, I have heard at least a theory of yeah. why they're attracted to to light like that. Well, let's let's be let's be a little more scientific here. Moths are mostly nighttime creatures. Mostly nighttime creatures. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so they are very intensely guided or aware of lights, mm -hmm. any unnatural mm -hmm. lights. I believe what I have heard is that they 
kind of navigate by the moon or they, you know, they, they have yeah. a, a, some kind of a relationship with the moon. Yeah. They recognize a, a bright enough source of light. Right. And then use that as, as a lodestar, I believe the, the term is where you're, you're, you're basing everything off of that, that movement. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at the flowers that moths typically pollinate, a lot of them are big white mm. flowers. Which will be lit up much better in moonlight. <clears throat> or, or starlight or, or anything. Yeah. 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 So, a combustion flame, a flame of combustion, if you will. <laughs> I cast flame of combustion <laughs> at second level. Will be so irresistible because it's it's a thousand times more intense than the pale white moonlight. Than the moon, right, yeah. It is the new source of light. They can't fight the moonlight. That is a song, right? Can't fight the moonlight. You can try. I think it was in uh, Coyote Ugly. I think you are correct. Yes, that was a good film. Good? Well, no. I mean, it was a film. It was enjoyable. So, Nick. Yeah, shall we do up the lyrics? Yeah, what do you... What's the story here? I think this is another instance of Mouse Police where Ian is sitting on his porch having having a cup of tea before bed and he's inspired by... By what he sees. And he go. it's, it is three and a half minutes worth of, of watching this saga and telling the story of this moth as opposed to like, yeah, I saw a moth fall, fall into flame once. And like, he uses that as just like a throwaway line. Almost. I saw a moth today. Oh boy. The original lyrics. Yeah. 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 Well, I think if we look at the specific words here. Oh, the leaded window opened. Now, why would it be a leaded window? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because they probably had leaded windows in his, his exactly. farmhouse. Yeah. yeah, old the old style of glass making. Lead was included in the windows for reasons I don't actually understand. Yeah, that's curious. Because they included lead in everything. Was it? Be- <laughs> for- yeah. I, I don't know if that means that the lead was actually mixed in with the molten glass or if it means that it's one of those like, um, almost like a mosaic of glass. Like stained glass, which where okay. you know where the the interstitial bits that hold the glass together are lead. Yeah, that's a good question. Ask my mom about this. Tune into our other podcast, Ask Omen's Mom About Stuff. But that indicates to me that they were that this is the scene is set indoors, that the window opens, and the breeze moves the candle flame. Or actually, it says, but you moved the dancing candle flame. So, yeah. Oh, the lighted window opens. But you move the dancing candle flame. It's almost as if, you know, I opened the window to let this lovely spring breeze in. You were like, the, that candle's going to burn down the curtains. I'm going to move it over here. And the moths, attracted by the flame, came in through the window. what you find there? Lead glass, commonly called crystal is a variety of glass in which lead replaces the calcium content of a typical potash glass. It, uh, it is often desirable for a variety of uses due to its clarity. Oh, yeah. But it is also an older style of... Yeah. It may actually also refer to a lead glaze on, on the glass. Right. Yeah. So it's a specific... But, he, you know, it's he's creating a specific image 
And I do. Oh, sure. Just an old. It's an. He's in the old farmhouse. He's in the old without, farmhouse. Without a doubt. Yeah. So then we have this. There's a lot of breeze imagery here. The dancing candle flame. The new breeze chattered. Sending water lilies sailing. You know, it's the breeze yeah. is so strong. That, oh, I just love that image. That's why actually one of my favorite. In, yeah, this, on the album. It's very pretty. Yeah. Let the new breeze chattered. It's made by tenderness, sending water sailing. Well, it, it's it's the line in its Maybud tenderness. So it's early, late spring, early summer, where the 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 wet weather is being pushed out by the the hot warm, which is going to cause wind, which is going to cause when those two right. fronts hit. It's a very science heavy episode. Yeah. Yeah, we are uh, we're secretly working in science, so your kids should be listening to this as well. But also, the other thing that is in the budding phase at this point is his marriage. Oh yeah, he's he, recently they're recently married. Recently, they just bought this house, just had a kid, just had James. Yeah, and so you know, I I, I love the um, the line as she turned to get undressed. There's almost a a modesty. Mm, you know, it's mm. like when you're when you're in a relationship where it's you are officially in the relationship, but there's still that sense of like, oh, I want to retain some yeah. sense of of modesty, almost an awkwardness. For of, those of you listening at home, Omen is covering all three of his nipples. <laughs> I feel very, I'm very modest. <laughs> and this this song is really nice because it it works in, he's he's telling us about the moth. He's telling us about what's happening nature-wise, like with the breeze and the water lilies and everything. And he's also describing everything around himself. And he's saying, as, as you move the dancing candle flame. So there's, it's a full picture here. It's it's not just like, oh, the moth flew in. It's layers and layers of imagery and metaphors in a, in a way that, is really just delightful. As we get into the next line, as we get into the next verse, the next mini verse here, I think we really start to get into the theme of the song. Mm. The long night awakened and we soared on powdered wings, circling our tomorrows in the wary month of spring. Woof! The long night awakened And we soared on powdered wings So he's doing first person plural as he is counting himself or maybe his relationship as akin to this moth. I think it has, yeah, I think that he's, I think that we introduce the moth mm. and then the moth becomes the metaphor. So now sure. he and Shona, he and Shona are the moths yeah. attracted fatally in a way by the flame of their own love and if, of course there's going to be timidity and danger potential danger anyway because of think jenny his relationship with jenny lasted only a couple of years that's right the know. wary month of spring you know in this early phase of spring you know what can happen you could get eaten yes Yes. Not, not what you were going for. not what i was going for but true yeah well i'm thinking about the spring buds you know in upstate new york a spring bud can uh, be frozen yeah. on the vine, right? By a late frost. Yeah, we had it. We had a very late cold snap, and we we just started hitting eighties in up here upstate, and we are recording on June sixth. I had a ginger snap. 
I had a late ginger snap last night. I'm stuffed. I was up all night. <laughs> and the thing that really is so beautiful, the the line that really solidifies that kind of that kind of theory that we're talking about with mm-hmm. this verse is the the imagery of powdered wings. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for the non entomologists in our listenership, lepidopterists <laughs> specifically, yeah, um, moths scales because they have scales uh-huh. for some reason are basically like powder. Like, they're not really attached. Like, if you ever pick up a moth, you'll notice that there's that white powder on your fingers. Right. You've removed the scales from its wings. Yeah. Which means that the moth is basically screwed. Yeah. If, if at all possible, never use your hands to pick up a moth or a butterfly. Use a hammer. Use a hammer. They crawl right onto it, and then you can set them free back to hell where they belong. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um so the imagery of, you know, the wings, it's almost like uh like Icarus. Mm. The wings are so fragile yeah. and yet they're able to soar on them. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. And and that is another tale of going too close to light, going too close to flame. Wow, I never thought about that. Yeah. Icarus and a moth. Yeah. Motherus. That's the the name of my my punk band in high school. Motherus? No, Icarus and a moth. Icarus, oh, we had a song called Icarus Mothers. the Moth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. It's good. So then we have dipping and weaving, fluttering through the golden needle's eye in our haystack madness. Butterflies stroking on a springtime high. Dipping and weaving, through the golden needle's eye in our haystack madness. Butterflies stroking on a springtime high. On a spring tide high. On a spring tide high, high, high. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Spring tide high. Wow. So much to break down there. So we have the needle in the haystack. Yep. Flutter through the golden needle's eye in our haystack madness. So this tells us that we have found the needle. We found the needle in the haystack. haystack. Not only is it a needle, it is a golden needle. It's a golden needle. And we are... Flying through the eye of the needle. Yeah. That's really so three metaphors rolled into one. Probabilities very, very low, but we have achieved all of them. Which, you know, at that stage in the relationship, and also, you know, I think when people are very in love, not to brag. What's it like? It's, <laughs> I've read it's amazing. <laughs> no, my, my wife and I were talking about this last night. We were like, we were... Over your shared ginger snap. <laughs> <laughs> we were like... You know, is she your ginger snap? Stop it. Okay. (laughs) She's not a ginger. But we were, you know, we were talking about just how unlikely it was that we met. All all of the things that had to come into play. Yeah. You know, she was like, oh, I was, she was like, oh, this person. I was like, oh, who that, who's that? She was like, oh, that's the person who is responsible for us meeting. Because that was the person who encouraged her to take rapier and dagger. And if she hadn't done that, then she wouldn't have gotten into this show. Do you know what you could attribute that? attribute that to? Are you going to say the butterfly effect? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Panic there for a second. <laughs> yeah, and then he says butterfly stroking, which is, I think, a swimming term? Yeah, I think just the act of, of moving the... Well, the bu- <laughs> the butterfly stroke is... Yeah, that that would be like that. But also the the act of flapping the wings looks like Kind of stroking of the oars almost. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Also. A stroke of wings. Yeah. You know? A Could stroke you, of yeah. luck. A stroke of luck. Also, yeah. don't pet a butterfly. Don't. Yeah, don't. You'll ruin their wings just like a moth. They Unless have the same scales. You have a hammer. 
Yeah, struggle, right? struggle with the hammer. Gentle, gentle hammer strokes. So I think that he's really expressing in this insanely layered, intricate, interwoven way yeah. his marveling at the fact that he ended up winning the relationship jackpot. Yeah. And, right. you know, if we had any doubts, if we thought, oh, this is, you know, the 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 sophomoric hopes of of puppy love, mm. they are still together. That's true. Almost uh, 50 years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 40, 40 math later. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. It's clearly still a honeymoon period for them. It's cl- It's clearly still kind of a sensitive moment that he is i'm sure he was pretty pretty distraught over breaking up with jenny so we've all had it if at, when you get out of a crap relationship or or just even a rough breakup mm-hmm. of a relationship and you, f- you fear to hope yeah yeah you don't want to feel that way again because of how it feels after the fact however however life's too long as the lemming said life's too long which is apocryphal, but yes. Right, but the, the, the meaning thing. the meaning is but, clear. Yeah. Life's too short. Yeah. Don't worry too much about it. Enjoy what you have. Well, and we have this, you know, again, another amazing metaphor. I just, I do really love this song. I thought I was going to actually be annoyed by this song, and I'm finding that it's just <laughs> so fascinating. It's so gorgeous and so, so textured. That in the first image of we opened a window and a moth flew into the candle, right? he takes that... And then explodes that into all of these yeah. amazing metaphors. It's, so It's the Big Bang, yeah. Yeah. As the candle burned and the moths were wed, and will all burn together as the wick grows higher before the candle's dead. As the candle burned and the moths were wed, and we'll all burn together as the wick grows higher before the candle's dead. You know, the metaphor... Of a candle as one's lifespan, which is not a new metaphor. No, 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 not but, at all. But using it in this new context, you know, that you only have the length of your candle. Your respective candle, right. And right. everyone's candle is is going to be different. Yeah. And it's going to burn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you're burning the candle at both ends. Which, I mean, honestly, at this point, Ian was, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> My mom used to joke that that the family crest was a candle, a double-ended candle cut in half and burning at all four ends. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. She never slept very much when I was no. a kid. My goodness. As the moths were wed, so we've got multiple moths here. Ian sees the relationship as a moth. He and Shona are two moths. They are wed. They are come together. And they are burning their candles together. We'll all burn together. Yes, exactly. And in this singular moment where he sort of is expressing this love and this this relationship and this incredible luck that he's had, uh-huh. that they both had, he's, I, this is the, the, the line that I really enjoy from this song. The moths suicidal came to join in the worship of the light that never dies. Love. The, su- the sun or love. The right? sun or love or the candle. Oh no, the candle dies. In the moment's reflection of two moths spinning in her eye. I just love the the 
The way that he was able to write the scene of, I was looking so deeply into my wife's eyes that I was able to see the reflection of some bugs that were flying around. Yeah. Like, it's such a, it's so few words and yet it, it, you, it extrapolates. It's like DNA. Yeah. Are you sure this isn't caffeinated? It's not caffeinated, but it is laced with LSD. <laughs> I want to go back real quick to, and we'll burn together as the wick grows higher. Okay. Generally, isn't your wick going to grow shorter, smaller as you burn it? Well, I think that depending on the wick and the wax, okay. what sometimes happens is if you want a candle to burn long, you should trim the wick. Right, right. Keep your lamp trimmed in a burning. Keep your lamp trimmed in a burning. Keep your lamp trimmed in a burning. Waiting for the Lord to come. Do you know that song? No. I'm Keep sure your heard. lamp trimmed and a burning. Keep your lamp trimmed and a burning. Sounds like an old, old gospel folky. Yeah. yeah. Baby, so you trim a wick to conserve the wax or the or the oil right because it it's it is the it produces the smallest amount of flame as opposed to a bigger a bigger flame which, which will need more fuel exactly yeah and if uh, a candle is left in a breeze and it gutters mm. and the wax runs down the side the wick can grow okay. it can okay. expose more of the wick sure making a bigger flame which makes the candle burn even faster okay so I mean for me I think that it's like the the, the hesitancy that we saw in the early verse maybe is like a hesitancy to a fear of becoming consumed by this love mm. that they don't yeah, want to right. burn out. As the friar tells Romeo, love moderately, long love doth so. So, because Romeo's coming in and he's like, friar, 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 I'm in love, I'm in love, yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah. it's amazing. And, he's, and the friar's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Put don't, this, don't. Put this bucket of ice down your pants. Don't burn yourself out. Okay. The candle that burns brightest burns shortest. Oh, love moderately because that's what long love does. That's what that's what long love gotcha. does. Yeah. And of course he's right because they they burn out not only themselves but they're the whole yeah. <laughs> the whole city around them. Yeah. So I mean I I wonder if that is what what that is a, is a reference to. I mean it goes back to the moth. It's like don't go so close to the light or you'll burn up. Yeah, I wonder right, if there's right. that, if he's having that moment of like, oh my God, I'm so in love with this woman. I'm gonna I just want to let go. Yeah. I'm gonna and, explode. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 As the, as the wick. So, so maybe as the love grows and the passion grows, the lack of care almost grows in, yeah. in, the, junction the desire to yeah i mean it's like you know it's it's so easy to it's so easy to move from love to attachment hmm. 
you know, and, yeah. and love is saying, I want you to be happy. And attachment is saying, I want you to make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. It, I mean, it can go, lo- this stage of love can go in so many different ways. It is the tender Maytime bud, yeah. which can flower into a beautiful flower or it skunk cabbage. <laughs> or yeah, it can get fro or it can get frozen. Or it can get frozen, yeah. Or it can get burned. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a tender it's a yeah. tender moment. Yeah, it can do its purpose and produce fruit or be basically a waste of of energy for the tree in the long run or the flower. I was literally prepared to talk about how this was a simple song. Yes. Yes, it's the sound of victory. This is why you love this song. This was a trap. Just to, just to prove you, I, I I went through the entire list when we were 14. No, You tricked we were like me 16. to come up here. <laughs> when we were 16, I went through the list of every tall song, found the one that you were <laughs> kind of like mediocre about, and I think, developed reasons to love it. I think that I... I think that just I just so twenty one years later I could throw it in your face. I, I think that I I've always liked this song, but I think yeah. at a certain point, maybe I became I I started to see it as like juvenile. Like it was like, oh yeah, you're so in love. You're like a moth drawn to the flame. I see how this could be one of those songs, and and Tall has its fair share where you can turn off and stop processing this song. But as we look at the poetry. This is some of the most rich metaphor and poetry. Hands thrown into the air. Waggling like a (laughs) Flailing flailing Muppet hands is how I feel about this song. This this song gets two flailing Muppet hands. That's the rating system. Yes. The moment's reflection of two flailing Muppet (laughs) Muppet hands reflected in her eye. um, Gonzo, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen too much. I don't know what Muppet that was. Uh, Mickey Mouse, actually. No, Mickey yeah. Mouse. <laughs> oh, Minnie, your eyes are beautiful. Have you seen the new Mickey cartoons? The ones that are like that really rough animation? Yeah. They, I wish Rook watched them because I laugh so hard. Why doesn't he watch them? He just doesn't like them. He gets bored. I laugh so hard You need a new child. Those. I, I've tried to return I this love, one. I, 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 it takes, a, you know, it takes a lot to make me laugh. Yeah. It's, I, I've been trying for 21 years. I, I laugh until I cry. They're so Every good. single one of them. Because it's our generation making Mickey Mouse cartoons now. Well, and they've gone back to like, they've gone, they've like released themselves from the 90s. Like, Goofy's having an internal moment <laughs> of crisis. Yeah. And he's thinking about parent. No, no, no. <laughs> they go up a mountain, they fall down. It's, but yeah. in a mo- in a brilliant way. Yeah, the animation oh, is, is so... You should talk, you should talk so to Katie about it. Raw, she, oh, she's, it's, it's she's, she's into him. Okay. Yeah. Anything Nick, else? How dare you? About moths, Omen. Anything else about moths? Well, without them, they we would have uh, a pollinating crisis. They are responsible for a lot of pollination. Sure. Particularly flowers that are open in the evening. Evening flowers. Yeah. Also fruits. Mm. Some of them pupate into their final form mm. without mouths or anuses because they do not eat. They only exist in that form to mate 
Yeah. And die. That's actually a little known fact about Ian Anderson. No mouth. No mouth, no anus. No anus. How he plays the flute without either of those? Got a, I don't know. He's got a bagpipe mouth system where he, yeah. he pedals the air with his... With his a billows. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's only here to mate, breed salmon, release tall albums, yep. and die. That's Which, it. I mean, what else is there? What else is there? Oh, well, no, eating. I mean, I'm... That, I, you know, I, We're here to eat, mate... Well, and I think that the thesis of the song is, you know, what I my takeaway from the song right now yes. in this moment is, what do you want to do with the wax that you have? Mm. Do you want to share that time with another moth or not? Do you know you know the woolly bear, the the caterpillar that's yes. black black and brown? Yeah, that that's a moth. It's like a it's like a gray moth that matches perfectly with an tree oak, bark, oak trees. Oh, sure, bark, I think so. Yeah. We have them all the time up here in the autumn. I don't know where else they are. In Weedsport, did they have the, uh, maybe this was just a Mexico, New York thing, but the old farmer's almanac tale of like, if you see a woolly bear, because the the black stripe is always in the middle. Yeah. If the black stripe is really, or the, yeah, the the brown. No, it's the brown in the middle. Yeah. The brown is always in the middle. And if the brown is super short, it's going to be a really cold winter. And if it's longer, it's going to be a milder winter. Yeah. Yeah. Just absolute bananas. Just nonsense. But, you know, (laughs) there was no internet back then. That's right. That's right. Uh, it was just MySpace. So, well, that's moths. That's moths coming to you in the same space in the Feckless Moms Alpha Studio. I have a moth story for you. Raven right. Raven made popcorn today. And she put butter in a little bowl in the microwave to melt it. I hate where this is going. And when she opened it up, there was a little moth on the top of the butter. The moth must have gotten into the microwave, not via the butter. (laughs) Did not survive the microwaving. Terrifying. And chose to land in the bowl of butter. Drawn like a moth to butter. That's That's what they say. It's a common phrase, yeah. Yeah, Ray took a spoon, scooped it out. Like, Ray's very particular about stuff in her food. But yeah. when it comes to butter, apparently a- apparently anything could be in there. I think I drank a bug in my coffee this morning. Fiber. That's just fiber. That's good. Protein. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, week, what are we listening to, Nick? That's going to be the final track off of side A, Journeyman. 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 I... Journeyman. <laughs> I love Journeyman. I know you do. I know you like. I'm a, but that those Journeyman and Lullaby feel like two like really strong songs for you. That that you. I, I feel like those are are two of your favorites. Did we already talk about Rover? No, we haven't gotten to Rover. I like yet. that one too. Yeah, you like you like a lot of the ones that I I'm not particularly fond of on this album. It's very peculiar. Jack Spratt would eat no fat. His wife would eat no lean. And so between the two of them, they pick the clatter clean. That's it. Platter. We picked that clatter so clean. (laughs) Until (laughs) next week, please, you may find yourself irresistibly drawn to not one candle, but five stars. Don't fight it. Burning in the sky. Don't fight it. Don't fight the starlight. Give them to us. We'll protect you from them. We'll keep them safe. In the form of a rating and and a review. review. Please subscribe to our Patreon at the $1, you get nothing but a good feeling amount, or the $5, you get access to exclusive content, including the 
absolutely blowing up, fun, electrifying discussion. Discord. Discord. For the record, I've just added a food channel so we can put in pictures of, of food because we've got a lot of, a lot of cookers. Of cookers. Indeed. We're talking about a lot of random stuff in the Discord, and I love it. It's a great community, and it's It's, it's awesome. a wonderful community. Join us. And for the record, we greatly appreciate it. If you can just do one buck a month, like, that's... We, we genuinely do appreciate that. And if you can't, we still appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Jethro Tull. I am a co-host, impossibly drawn to a microphone, Nick McGill. <laughs> I am doing my best to pollinate everything that I see, <laughs> Omen Sade. <laughs> we are the shy and cautious lovers, feckless moms. And this is the absolutely flaming candle. <laughs> Talk tall to me. I cannot wait to become a pupa. Oh my god, I didn't hear what you said because I was chewing, my mouth was full of leaf. Oh, you must be a very hungry caterpillar. I'm so hungry all the time. Such a hungry caterpillar. Oh my god, did you see that uh, fluffy fluffy bear James, he made his cocoon already? No, did he pupate? He pupated! Early bloomer. Oh. I can't wait. I'm going to get hair in funny places and wigs in probably normal places. I keep moving my butt to see if silk will come out. Did it work? Does it work? No, but it feels good. Does anything come out? Sometimes I poop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you going to be a butterfly or are you going to be a cat, uh, a moth? Um, I was thinking I've always wanted to go into politics, so I was thinking about being a, a purple emperor butterfly. Oh. Oh, I like that. Yeah, what about you? Well, my mom says that I'm a very special butterfly, but Squeak. both of my parents Squeak. are moths, so I, uh, less the milk butterfly visited about two two months ago. Maybe maybe I'm just gonna be a moth. My parents were eaten by a lizard. Oh, you did you even know your parents, or you just you just came out of your egg? You're like, dude, I'm gonna eat this leaf. That, you don't care about your parents. That's the second you one. You come from a broken home. It's in my dreams, though. <laughs> I'm haunted by nightmares about the demise of my parents. Oh, God! Oh, I keep trying oh, to fi fill the void with this leaf. Eat this, eat this milkweed. Eat this milkweed. You know what the last thing is that they maybe said to me when I was an egg and they were laying me on the underside of this milkweed plant? Maybe what is it that they possibly could have said? They were probably like, oh, little egg, if only you knew... The dog told me he was a proud member of the Vegas Mops Audio Network. Oh, God. Oh, now I'm sad. Oh, my butt. <laughs>